Well, new hosts, same show, same amazing organization. That is Dieter Kurtenbach. I'm Cyrus Sotzes. His name's a lot easier than mine, but hopefully we both know our Warriors very well. <laughs> this is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Warriors, your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Dieter Kurtenbach, myself, Cyrus Sotzes, and we're going to take turns handling it, how we start this thing. Uh, this is going to be a rough, rough start, I believe. Maybe, maybe not. No, 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 no. It's going to go great. I, I, you're <laughs> downplaying everything to start. It's going to go great. It, this is in no way like the San Antonio Spurs game. We're going to get off to a great start. We're going to carry it through the rest of the contest, that being this season and beyond. I'm excited. I know you're excited. I, I hope the listeners get it. They are excited, and if they don't, let's get them excited, huh? Oh, heck yeah. By the way, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Dieter, have you ever done video? I know you're you're a, a world-famous columnist for oh, the San Jose sure. Mercury News and for the East Bay Times. <laughs> Uh, you're on Kane. I, but I guess I should start third first. Do you have the Kane VR gig? Is that yours? Or oh, no. Like we'll, we'll, we'll find out. They bring me on so often, it doesn't feel inappropriate to say that I'm, I'm on <laughs> KNVR. Uh, I'm hosted you know, right. tonight. I'll host a couple more times this week. Uh, I'm staring at a very expensive piece of equipment they rented out to me. Not that I'm paying for it, uh, <laughs> so that I can do a show from here. So at, at this point, I, I don't feel if the gig isn't mine. Credit to whoever gets it, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I do a lot of uh, quote unquote fill in at KMBR. I think that's just a, a way to get around taxes or something. And uh, <laughs> I've done some video before. Uh, I don't do video. Wait. Well, a couple uh, about a year ago, mid pandemic, I was doing a bunch of video for a betting company in Canada. Um, it might not be ideal that you know we don't do that anymore. Not only was it a betting company, so how can you screw that one up? But uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. The video product must not have been very good if we all, we all shut down. So we'll see, we'll see if round two goes any better for your boy. Well, I think you and I are going to get along just on the fact that, you know, you know, the betting side of sports, you know, like you have a, you have a few, you have a few compadres at KNBR that I'm still very close friends with from my days there. Brian Murphy, uh, Paul McCaffrey, their morning show. I'm I'm really tied with those guys and Larry Kruger, who leads into your show. Um, yeah. And and Murphy, Murphy and I have always had a lot of debates about that because he's much more the family friendly guy, and he's like, I don't know, totally if you know gambling <laughs> to to know sports. And I'm like, Murph, that's half your audience right there. You know, you got the degenerates, um, and then you just got the diehard fans. But that's me. It's hard so to say. Murph. It's hard to say anymore, though, right? Like, it, 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 I, I'll say this. I do think that football and gambling are very tied together. I don't know about yes. the basketball side of things. And I do think that the oversaturation of gambling that's already happening now and will continue to happen in the future is probably going to scare some people away from the space. So this is definitely not locked on bets, though you should definitely be listening to that. We're going to come with like basketball analysis and we're going to do the wink wink thing if, if it has anything to do with, uh, with parlays and, Exactly, as in that nature. Just you know, little little Brent Musburger, nineteen ninety five winks. That's that's what we'll do at the absolute most. That I can promise. Oh, and Al Michaels is doing those winks nowadays oh, yeah. too. Legend, legend. I love it. Now they're not even so, winking. Now they're throwing it in your face, and it's like, yeah, I, I preferred the wink. 
They are. I'm still waiting for California to legalize it so we can use some of that FanDuel instead of going through the back door like Bet on Sports. No offense to to Bet Online, an official sponsor, yeah, you but a, yeah, that's so yeah. So I mean, they're doing a great that. job. But I would feel I would like to be a little more guilt free when I'm making my bets. I guess uh, here in of California. Course. Well, <laughs> so long as you're betting on the Warriors, I feel like you're in a comfortable position to to bet. You're betting with your conscience. You're, you're betting on a good team. You're going to be entertained either way. I think you're in good shape. I, I think that's what we got to get into here, right? Like, I agree. interesting I agree. weekend for the Dubs, no? Very interesting. Very interesting week. I mean, this is without a doubt the craziest week the Warriors have had. And for the people watching or listening, uh, you know, I think it's fair for us to give us give an introduction to ourselves. We can save that for later for people who don't care about that, right? Which might be a lot. Right. One if you, and hang, two if you hang around with us. Yeah, if you hang around, yes. But yeah, so one and two for the week. Um, and I think all those concerns that you and I and a lot of other people have talked about because they've had such an amazing start, it's easy to overlook these things. But mm-hmm. now those weaknesses are out. The size factor is a huge one, right? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe experience. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, Dieter, take a, take a start, please. I mean, what are your thoughts yeah, on this one it, and two it, well, listen, the, the win against the Phoenix Suns on Friday was spectacular. The loss on Tuesday was peculiar. And those are the games that I'm going to spend the most time thinking about. Um, Steph was off on Tuesday. And I know that was a long time ago, and you're might maybe even hearing this a week separate, but like it, it's still weird to me how off he was. And Draymond didn't play well. And the Phoenix Suns, I thought, had a great game plan, even with Devin Booker going down early. They had a nice home court buzz. They knocked down their mm-hmm. three-pointers. The Warriors didn't. Um, I, If you want to spin it in the positive light, it's incredible that the Warriors were in that game, given how poor Curry and Draymond played. <laughs> True. Like, legitimately, it was, it, was, it was a really bad game for both of them. And then on Friday uh, – I think in particular Draymond was masterful. Draymond and Steve Kerr turned in, I would say, their best performances of the year in that Friday performance. Draymond was everywhere on the defensive end. Offensively, he was decisive. Like there was no Mm -hmm. hesitation with his movements or with his ball movement. And when he is just attacking, even when it fails, everything opens up for the Warriors. Um, You can't go without mentioning Andrew Wiggins, the separation between Tuesday and Friday was comical uh, to yeah. the point where it, he, he shouldn't have been on the floor on Tuesday with those back spasms. He looked unathletic. And Andrew Wiggins yeah. is a top 1% athlete in the NBA. He, he looked did. super athletic, especially early going on Friday. So that, that was night and day as well. And bodes um, it helps the argument that the Warriors are, in fact, the better team. You could look at that one-in-one series and say, well, they're pretty even, and I would agree. They're pretty even, but if you had to pick one of the two, seeing Wiggins in the separation point between game one and two of that quote-unquote series uh, tells you a lot about sort of the depth and the power that the Warriors have. But Steve Kerr uh, needs some kudos for his coaching on Friday as well. Uh, he was willing to pull back the Kavan Looney minutes. He got a little bit funky with the rotations. He knew when to throw in the energy guys that were able to change the game. Gary Payton, the second one, Toscano Anderson, Nemia Bialica. And the defensive game plan was almost Harden-esque in uh, attacking DeAndre Ayton. They basically said he can't beat us single-handedly. And they've done that before with the Houston Rockets in a quasi, you know, it's certainly an isolation set. But James Harden was doing the effectiveness of a low post game, but on the perimeter. 
And he wasn't effective enough, or it wasn't effective enough as a shooter to where you make the argument that, you know, you have to double team him. So they would double team him on the perimeter. He would knock down, you know, effective field goal percentage of 50. And you just say, okay, if anyone else wants to join the party, we'll take the L. But no one else ever <laughs> does. And the same thing happened with the Suns on Friday. DeAndre Ayton could get whatever he wanted. He shot like 50%. And that was fine. He had a really nice game. He's a really, really good player. His ability to switch on the perimeter is otherworldly. There's not another player in the NBA with his size, his rim running ability, his rim protection, who can hang on the perimeter like he can. He is an X factor of all X factors. It's like Kavon Looney had two good hips and a 45 inch <laughs> vertical. Uh, but it, it, he can't beat you single handedly. He's a center in the NBA in 2021, going into 2022. And the Phoenix Suns had Cameron Payne shoot 17 times and only make it three times as the second highest volume offensive player. Steve Kerr dared anyone but DeAndre Ayton to beat him. The Phoenix Suns couldn't come through. Maybe that template changes when Booker is in there. Maybe Chris Paul just had a, a, a kind of meh game. But it seemed like Phoenix was just pounding the rock into the post, looking for DeAndre Ayton to win him the game. Again, we're in 2021. You're playing three versus two. Steve Kerr is going to take that math every time. That's how the house always wins. And uh, give a little bit of home court advantage for the Warriors for the first time in Chase Center, maybe. And you got a nice little concoction. I'm looking forward to that seven-game series, big time. And then, of course, on Saturday, they completely let down and lost to the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk, and we'll talk about that in a minute because that was actually my first game ever at Chase Center. Many thanks to Raymond Ritter, yeah. the greatest PR man in the world. Uh, number one. And, um, number one, without a doubt. And, I, and my, I took my steps onto his first Warriors game ever. We're going to talk about that. Amazing analysis so far, Dieter. Uh, we got to pay some bills here. So why don't we get to that? Uh, first of all, prize picks. All right, NBA fanatics. Have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this. Dieter loves this. Mm -hmm. And I know you will too. Prize picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Prize picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Uh, this show is also brought to you by DTBS, Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Warriors, your first listen every day. We're free and available 
on all platforms. How was that for our first ad read? I know I handled it. I'm sorry, Dieter. You I, nailed it, man. I, I know okay. exactly what I should be buying. I know exactly what to be selling. It, it, it was a beautiful situation. The <laughs> stream sounds like a deal, man. It sounds like a it deal. Does. It does. And it's smart on their part because this world is going entirely stream and I don't see people signing up for traditional cable or, or dish. So what are we doing right here? Exactly. It's all digital, baby. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> tell me about Chase Center. Tell me, I, I went to a game during uh, the blunder year that was Steph Curry's broken hand, right? So nobody was really allowed until the yeah. very end of last season. Um, the blunder year where the Warriors were just god-awful the entire season after Curry broke his hand. Uh, uh, my wife had wanted to go to the new arena. She has a thing about sitting very close. Like, if she's going to go, she's going to go. And that was the last <laughs> time Chase Center proved affordable to your boy. So, because um, I checked the prices the other day. And I said, I hope you enjoyed that terrible basketball game between the Warriors and the Timberwolves where D'Angelo Russell had like 22 turnovers. That's the last <laughs> time we're going under your circumstances. But uh, I, yeah. by all accounts, it has been – I've been in a couple times. You know, I've been in and out all season. It has been bumping uh, for a couple of occasions. And on Friday night, everyone who was there oh. said that that was as loud as it has gotten um, – period, even yeah. more so than the play-in game, more so than game one in the arena, that that place was absolutely jumping. How did how did you take it? That's a huge deal if they have a home court advantage now. It is. So I went to the Saturday Spurs game. It was, again, my first game ever at Chase Center. They were bumping um, there, too. They, they, they were, well, they were bumping. Back. It, was, it was going. It was. It wasn't bumping the first half. We got there a little late, <laughs> and they were, they were down, like, almost the entire, the, the entire first half. There was a huge deficit, and then they, they slowly started making that comeback. Um, for me, what was notable on a personal note is that I brought my stepson with me. He's never been to a game, and he's never really been oh, wow. that into basketball or really any sports. Yeah. And I took him to an A's game once, and he yeah. was kind of into it. He ate the hot dog, but it was like he was even complaining how boring it is. And then I took him to this yeah. game. What's up? It's four hours. And it is. It's I'm it's not long. getting any of this action. It's, you know, oh, cool. It's a mile per hour fastball. Yeah, so. I can't see, um, I can't see the movement on it. <laughs> and so I brought the wife as well. And so and she and she had only been one of the Warriors game ever. So if they yeah. didn't make that run at the end, well, um, I think it would be disappointed. But but they came back, they briefly took a lead. Steph finally started taking off. And for a brief moment, they had a two-point lead late in the fourth quarter, the first lead, I think, of the game. Yeah. And then um, and then my stepson was like covering his ears because the place was erupting at that wow. point. Kudos to the architectural uh, geniuses and engineering geniuses behind replicating Roracle Arena's sound, right? I mean, clearly the audio there is deafening when the crowd wants to make it that way. So I got You're to going as far to say that it, it is it equivalent? Not as far. What, not what as percentages? What percentages 80, are we calling? 80. I'll say 80%. 80%. Yeah, okay. and, and that might be kind. And that might be kind, but I, you know, but I love my Warriors and, and I, you know, I don't want to diss them right now. So, uh, yeah, it's look, the, the I've never seen the term portals when applied to a section of an arena. That was weird. Did that weird you out too? It portals. makes no, it makes a lot of sense. Now, listen, the vast majority of the times, 99% of the time I'm in there, there's no seat assignment that I'd sit right. at a table up in the uh, up in the corner by the uh, I don't know, like the dancer stage. It's all very, <laughs> it's very new and very peculiar to me. Um, the media section, yeah, the one. Yeah, like the media section. But yeah. the one time that uh, – by the way, you, you will not 
I'm not happy that last year I was able to go to a couple of games where there was nobody in there. It was weird, oh, and I didn't like yeah. it. Uh, I know that some people be like, oh, that's such a cool experience. Yeah, for about 10 seconds. And then you're like, nope, I am sad now. So that was, that was no bueno. Uh, also, it's like, can't we get closer? Of course not. That would you know, involve the coronavirus. But uh, it was you know, the seat The seat that I had the one time that I went as a fan. Um, I mean, again, we were sitting like courtside. Like that's how down bad the Warriors were that I. I've never done that. Buy. I've never done that. So well, jealous. you're never going to do it again. No, uh, not here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be some dark <laughs> days because, my goodness, uh, yeah, no, I, these tickets were at like – five percent of their current prices let's put it that way uh so i don't know if it was a portal or a stargate or what i had to go through uh but it was it was pretty cool and and trust me when i say that the Kurtenbach uh, clan took care of the all you could eat portion of oh. the ticket oh uh, we, got, we got we got actually kicked out of chase center and i thought it was going to be a little bit of an issue because we, we were we were there so long they're like no seriously you have <laughs> to leave and it's like no 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 we stored this corn dog for later and now is late no. and so we went but i, I love uh. the fact like, listen there's no question and I, I i i want people to understand this about me right now like i will not blow smoke but the warriors are exceptional in so many ways that uh-huh. it's easy for me to come across as a fanboy or whatever. It, this this is my honest to God opinion. That is a beautiful arena. It is, you know, maybe beauty in basketball shouldn't necessarily always be aligned, but that's the world we live in. And they did an exceptional job on that place. Again, if they can have 75, 80%, if that is indeed, and I I agree with you, when it goes, it's pretty loud. And we haven't had a a, a good direct comparison because it never really got loud the first year because they sucked. And the end of Oracle, we were all in kind of a funk. I loved Oracle. Not only do I live about five minutes away from it, but it also was a basketball fortress. It was. um, you know, you're never going to get a concave concrete ceiling again. It doesn't make any damn sense, but it was beautiful for making noise in a basketball <laughs> arena and creating a true home court advantage, even for bad teams. Right. True. And maybe that's why they did it, but, um, we're, we're never going to get that again, but it, it's nice to, you know, be in a very clean, very luxurious environment that can also get loud and yeah. will it will stand the test of time. It's not a bad arena by any stretch. It's just, a little bit frustrating. You're reckoning with larger concepts than yourself when it comes to Chase Center. It's like, is this what we want the sporting experience to be? Well, the Warriors aren't going to be the sole exception to money entering the world of sports. Trust me on that one. So uh, <laughs> I do recommend if you can find a way or if you got a dude or whatever, I, I really do actually recommend straight up most people try to get themselves to a game. I don't say the same thing about folks going to Santa Clara or the Coliseum, but, or the shark tank, uh, unless you're really into like those glass blocks from the nineties, but it's, uh, Oracle park and the the quote unquote new Oracle chase center are truly fantastic. And, you know, San Francisco has got two world-class world-class venues, um, right in the same neighborhood these days. It's really, it's really next level. Yeah, I parked at the at the AT and T park uh, parking lot, and the only <laughs> yeah. thing I was thinking of then was, I mean, they better not schedule two games simultaneously because that's going to be a nightmare. But I've done one it. One thing is, I've done it. <laughs> it is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. And and but the one thing that stuck out to me, and, and uh, we'll get into this more after the after uh, we take a quick yeah. time out, is um, 
you know, when the Warriors gave up that four-point play, meaning they actually did not rebound a free throw and the Spurs right. turned it into a four-point play, my, my stepson's going, what happened there? My response was, the Warriors just revealed their one key weakness, rebounding in size. And we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but first, we got a couple more bills to pay here. First off, uh, Built Bar this Ooh, holiday season. Bar. Yeah, Built. I've never had one of you. Oh, they're delightful. I really oh, do okay. like them. Again, right. no well, smoke. Ne- Built Bars are awesome. <laughs> well, you're re- next, when you read this next time, it'll be much more authentic than me, but I want to try it. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a car a uh, candy bar, built bar, filled with yeah. so many, so much holiday goodness, rich with mm. decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, nets, carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry and mint brownie, cherry or double yeah. chocolate, cookies and cream, my personal favorite, or peanut butter brownie? Mm, Build Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Build Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So they'll throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it because it's a season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Build Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it and things to get out of hand. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED. 15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. And as Dieter just said, Build Bar is delicious. They are uh, delightful. It's cookies and cream, <laughs> by the way, is the answer. Uh-huh. Though I, I will go for the peanut butter. Oh, baby. Mm, uh, those are my two So favorites. many good options. Easily. So many and good. as we mentioned, and, so, and as we talked about earlier in this show, Bet Online is a longtime sponsor mm-hmm. of Locked On. Bet Online has, your, has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. And, of course, Warriors fans, you can bet on your team as well. They're still impressive against the spread, by the way. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On. that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your bonus, that's betonline.ag from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. <laughs> On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks, Mona's dance. Dan, thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So, Dieter, you are more involved with this team than I am. I went to the Chase Center for the first time as a media member. It is kind of pathetic. I'm not going there ever, but it's almost an hour drive away for me. Nah. And we're both married, so you understand how that goes in terms of asking yep. the wife, I want to go to a Warriors game for work. Right. That's still still a hard, hard thing to pull off. Uh, so <laughs> I finally went. <laughs> but the reason why I bring up the insider aspect is because I am beyond words in terms of my frustration for what's going on with James Wiseman. He's the only technical mm-hmm. center on this roster. Kevon Looney, you can call him a center, but he's not really a center. Bielitsa, yeah, you can call him a center, not really a center. We saw him get abused uh, by, by Aiden. 
what is going on with them? Have you heard anything? We, we, we're not even hearing dates anymore. It's just kind of like no. a we'll see thing. What's going on there? I mean, is this boring it, you? It, it's, it is a we'll, it is a we'll see thing. And um, it was supposed to be something that would have resolved itself before Clay Thompson returned. And now right. everyone with the Warriors is in agreement. Clay Thompson's timeline didn't change. But Wiseman's not coming back until after Clay Thompson comes back. I do think we need to keep in mind um, the the like this is an injury that could have gone up to a year, and I think that a lot of people just presume You've heard that actually. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, this is a meniscus oh. injury. There's so many examples of them throughout the NBA, and so um, a lot of people uh, <laughs> a lot of people ha- have just presumed, oh, it'll be the shortest possible time frame. And Steve Kerr misspoke, if we're looking back on it now, in saying, oh, he'll be back for training camp. That was never the case. This has always been a wait-and-see thing. It's a meniscus injury. That's a major knee injury. And while it's not as cut and dry as, oh, he tore his ACL, that's a year because it has to have a surgical reconstruction, he did have surgery on his meniscus. Like, he yes, did yeah. have – and he it, thing needs to heal back to completely 100%. You do not want to – go out there and re-rupture it, and then you're in a, a dramatically worse situation than you were. He's young. Uh, I can understand the frustration with the Warriors' size and, and the lack thereof, and him being, as you rightly point out, the only true center on the team. But outside of DeAndre Ayton, has that really been a problem? I, no, I mean, they, they rebound no. really well as a team. As our former host of Locked On Warriors would say, rebounding is a stat for suckers. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't agree with that for the record, could, but, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I know you don't. I know you don't. And I don't sometimes. But then sometimes I watch the game and go, Wes might have been onto something there. Um, <laughs> you know, most teams, in fact, the vast majority of teams don't go for offensive rebounds anymore. And maybe that's foolhardy, but that's the nature of the game. Draymond Green can guard anybody, even if they're seven foot seven. George Mirasan, like he can, he can give him the video. You, know, you can put Bobam on him; it doesn't matter. Draymond's going to give him the business. He's the best defender in the NBA. Yes, he and is. They can rotate enough bodies, and Looney provides a certain stoutness uh, from those iron hips that he's got. That it, it it hasn't been an issue, except when you're playing Aiton, who is I, I really do believe this. Say what you will about Embiid, say what you will about Towns. Like, Aiton is a one of a kind two way player in terms of his grace and athleticism as a true seven footer. Um, I would Wise- take him over those guys right now. I would take him over Agreed. them. Just for, he's amazing. I, yeah, he fits, it, he fits in the system. He knows what he's doing, and Phoenix utilizes him in a perfect way. It's probably not the full expression of his talent. That doesn't mean that it doesn't impact the game in a greater way. Sometimes you got to dial it back to be more effective, which is something I might want to learn in my analysis. But uh, it, it is, it is, it's frustrating. It's not an immediate thing, but it is something that will be resolved. No one is panicking as it pertains to James Wiseman. They all said this is well within the range of possibility. It, is it a little bit frustrating? Sure, but they want to make sure they have this thing 100% right. And frankly, the Warriors' success is probably giving them more leeway than maybe they should have. Um, but they, they don't feel any pressure to get James Wiseman back into the fold at any point. He's doing a lot of good off-the-court work right now, uh, a lot of stuff that they want. He is yoked uh, yes, he by is. everyone yeah. I've talked to. And from what I've even seen you know, in glances with my own eyes, like they, they're doing a lot of stuff where – 
when he does come back, they think he is going to be a, a significantly improved player. So bide the time a little bit. And I don't think it's going to be too long after Clay comes back, all I things considered. Not. But it does feel glaring. There have been a couple of games now where you go, well, damn, it would be nice to have James Wiseman for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Uh, and so I, I get it, but you got to keep the you got to keep the, the long vision on. Well, here, well, here's my counter, and maybe I'm playing devil's advocate to a certain no, degree, but um, I've also read reports that a meniscus injury like his can take as little as six weeks, and Rick Barry totally. pointed that out a lot. Uh, you know, I, I host a separate podcast with him, and, and he's he's really upset about this, and so a part of my emotion, it comes off his. But, uh, you know, I solicited on Twitter, and you can follow Dieter on Twitter, at Dieter, for those just listening, not watching the, the video feed. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DogSurfRocho. I solicited on social media, I'm like, can you name – one other center in the NBA, or really just one other athlete for that matter, who took eight months and counting to come back from a meniscus injury, and I didn't get a single response. And so you said this can pick up to a year. Yeah. Uh, that makes me feel better, but I can't think of one person that has been out for that long from just a meniscus, partial meniscus tear. It wasn't a full tear. Uh, Pretty and, sure Kawhi Leonard was an example. Was that a meniscus? Yeah. Was that there's, a meniscus? Been a couple, there's been a couple in recent years. Next episode, I will have that list. All right, thank you. Because... That, thank you. Uh, so, and then, and then here's the other thing. So, I, I he is bigger. He has bulked up. I yeah. do wonder if that's actually negative, just because that weight yeah. is pushing on his knee. He needed uh, to. He was so weak last year. I mean, yeah, the seven footer. He, he got young. pushed around. And he's young. And he's just but, so, but so this young. is part. That, that's part of that conversation, right? Oh, he's young. He'll get bigger. He'll get stronger. Well, you have to get bigger and stronger. And I yeah. get that. That can be. We're not dealing with the Zion Williamson situation where he's got this foot and it's not getting any better because Zion's on the Curtinbach plan. For diet, like I, I, I feel bad for the young guy because I get it. Like it's frustrating and it's tough, and uh, you know it's a foot. So it's not even like you know, it's hard to do cardio when you have a foot injury. But at the yes, same time, like yeah. that's I, I don't I, I get where you're coming from. None of this weight that, that James Wiseman has put on is in any way bad weight. They're very conscious about it. Um, he's an incredible athlete. It just remains yeah, to be seen if he can translate it to an NBA court. And uh, I, I agree with you. It's frustrating that he's not there, but this is you know the real world. So let me ask you this. Uh, the conspiracy side of me is thinking, mm -hmm. do you think he hasn't played yet because maybe they're saving him for a trade? Uh, I've, I've heard some rumors out there. Like uh, the one name that actually excites yeah. me a little bit will be uh, uh, Sabonis from the Pacers. Oh. I, if you're not giving Kaminga up, um, let's say a hypothetical trade and the, and the ESPN trade yeah. machine work where you're trading Wiseman sure. and you have to throw Looney in there for salary purposes and then Moody and you get back okay. some bonus. I pulled that trade yet, pulled the trigger on that trade yesterday. What, like, would you do something like that? Or do you really, are you sold on Wiseman as a long-term piece? I just don't think the Warriors need to make any serious moves. I just look at this team and say, what do you really want to change? Okay. You want to get a big man. I get that. Sabonis doesn't solve your problem that you just laid out. Sabonis is a power forward in a league where power forwards don't exist. And, <laughs> um, like, I, I think Sabonis is a really good player. Don't get me wrong. But Two-time like, all-star, yeah. Yeah. It, it, in the Eastern Conference for the Indiana yeah. Pacers. Like, he, he <laughs> might I, – I, I, I'm crapping on Sabonis. That's not fair. He's a really good player. He doesn't strike me immediately as a warrior. And okay. – um, Golden State's purview at this juncture, it's very clear. It comes from the top. You can agree with it or not, but the man who writes the checks is the guy calling this shot. He wants to have it both ways. He wants to win championships now, and he wants to have backup plans in place developing for the future because when the floor falls out for the beloved trio that is yes. you know, Draymond, Steph, and Clay, 
it's probably not going to be gradual. Uh, when you put on the kind of miles and the kind of efforts that they've had to put on, it might be a dramatic fall from grace, which is not something anybody who loves basketball looks forward to, except for maybe some people as it pertains to Draymond. But that's not important <laughs> for right now. No, you're right. People need to know that that Joe Lacob, and I can't remember where I read this, but mm -hmm. he saw what happened with the Lakers when Kobe started getting older. And in his mind, he did not want the Warriors to follow, follow that no. pattern of seeing his stars age and then no. going into mediocrity for who knows how many years. And you can and you can make the the incredible argument that he was right, and that they probably should have been approaching this uh, with a little bit more care and concern well before you know Kevin Durant left. That they should have had something in place and working on it because the two years post Kevin Durant, all it took was Steph breaking his hand once, and the floor, the entire operation turned to crap. And they they were able to find something at the end of last year, but they're bringing in guys like you know, Kelly Oubre expecting him to be an answer. Like, it just doesn't work. You know, Clay has one setback. Uh, Steph breaks his hand. There was nothing. And mm -hmm. so that would still be the case today, though Jordan Poole might make an argument that they could maybe get into the play-in tournament, something to that degree if Steph were to miss a serious amount of time. But um, it, it, you have to have you have to raise the floor for this organization. They were riding – in such a top-heavy way for so long, and it was spectacular and the best basketball that we've ever seen, and nobody wants to go back and, and mitigate any of the success that they had. But they weren't in a great position when Kevin Durant yeah. left. They got they got left high and dry, and they had to scrounge together whatever they could. They went foraging, and it did not make a good meal. And so they're <laughs> no, not no. – when you have the amount of debt that the Golden State Warriors have to pay off that arena, trust me, they're not going to want to find themselves in that situation again. And I'm pretty sure that Sabonis is not the kind of player that makes Joe Lacob risk it all uh, and, and trading away <laughs> a guy like Jonathan Kaminga, who he loves, uh, a player like James Wiseman, who they feel can contribute both now and, and certainly in the future. They feel like he still has – all-star upside even after a bad rookie year and yeah. Moses Moody I know that a lot of people are are not even thinking about him I, I, to say down on him is, is a stretch but not even thinking about him right now but Moses Moody still has a lot no one's no one soured on him in the organization at all and a lot of people around the organization are really really high on him it's just going to take a little bit because he's 19 years old to adapt to the speed of the game. Right now it is going very fast for him. And there have been moments where you've seen him going and you go, hey, there's something there. This is, could be a really good three and D guy. Right now the defensive side of it's eluding him. The three point shots eluding him. It's all just going in hyper speed. Pull that down to about a three X listen or maybe a 2.5 and you're gonna start to get something and eventually it will come down to one X. And uh, he should be a really nice solid role player which is something that every team can use. Even teams that are figuring out what's next when it's all said and done. So they, I, I think they like the plan the way things are more than anything else. I mean, Cyrus, you, you know this. I mean, think about the amount of conversations that we've had over the last two years about the Golden State Warriors and trades and thinking about <laughs> the trade machine. We're not having those conversations. People are, are forcing them at this yeah. juncture. Not that you were. I'm just saying I, I appreciate the, the conspiracy theory. It's always good stuff. But like, <laughs> it, it, people, people are out there just like, really trying to make something like that happen because it used to be good business. It's not good business anymore because it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's the team with the best record in the NBA or at least one of the best records in the Tied, NBA. Tied, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, in a Western Conference that has no clear favorite outside of perhaps them or their clear adversary, the Phoenix Suns, an Eastern Conference that has what like four games separating the best team and the eleventh best team, uh, it's anybody's ball game. And while I wouldn't say that the Warriors won't go out and make a move or two, those are going to be periphery moves. Those are going mm-hmm. to be all upside, no loss moves. For the Golden State Warriors, a second round draft pick goes this way. You know, maybe a, a twenty thirty five draft pick first goes, you know, goes out and you get in a, a nice solid three and D guy. I don't think anything drastic is going to happen because the, the why do they need to do anything drastic? Why mess up a good thing? Uh, it, it's not as if Kevin Durant's available. It's not as if you have a chance to go from great to hyper elite. You you can go from great to great. And there's nobody available that's going to change that. So yeah. don't, don't mess up a good thing. Yeah, and, and again, a lot of this is just nitpicking when your team is 19-4. Totally. and four. Like, you know, and, and totally. speaking of Kaminga and Moody, they each averaged 24 points per game in their two Santa Cruz uh, mm-hmm. games. Sorry to be redundant there. Um, no. I expect great things for them. Uh, my personal opinion is I wish Kerwa played them a little more. Um, I yes. think they could have used them a little bit against the Spurs game, for example. Totally. Um, totally. But, uh, yeah, you're right. We were just nitpicking when your team is this great. So, um, <laughs> you know, and, and we're, we're going to do a whole thing. We're going to keep doing thing. it. And we no, are. And that's going to be a lot of this. We're going to do a whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we're each going to talk about ourselves. But we can save that for, I guess, our own individual shows. Uh, I guess. I don't know yeah, how long we're going. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so again, this is a five-day week thing. Uh, and, and Dieter and I are going to sometimes host solo. Sometimes we'll do this mm-hmm. together. Um, thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Uh, so, Dieter, you're hosting solo tomorrow. Um, anything to, to promote? Yeah. Any guests uh, with anything going on? No guests yet. We're just going to get to know each other. It's going to get real, <laughs> real fast. Love it. People love intimacy. It's sure. a romance. I'm not a very into this. <laughs> uh, now make your second listen locked on bets your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs locked on best hosted by your boy q with expert analysis and insight from lee sterling it's free and available on all platforms a uh, deeter pleasure man and, uh, and again people can listen Always. to you on kbr most nights uh, that they yep. stream they have podcasts themselves um, you can yep. follow deeter on uh, on twitter at deeter you can follow me on twitter at dogs or brocho um and it's a pleasure man looking forward to doing this consistently on a regular basis my man it's gonna be a blast absolute blast <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for riding you know, driving the car today i'm uh, i'm not looking forward to that tomorrow but uh luckily you'll, you'll leave the keys in the, in the i will i will we'll see yeah, yeah.